0: Father God in heaven, we thank you. What a delight it is for us to gather here in your presence. Lord, O oh God in heaven, the Bible said that at the entrance of your word, bringeth light and give it understanding to the simple. Gracious Lord in heaven, we are like children who have come with our plates empty that you would fill us up. Gracious Father in heaven, I pray that Lord, may everyone under the sound of my voice be blessed. Let your words be planted in their hearts and let it take root in their lives in the name of jesus that your name be exalted lord i yield myself as a vessel i yield i consider myself as nothing but all that you can do through me i ask that lord you will speak through me oh god let your word manifest life and let light burst forth in jesus mighty and matchless name we have prayed amen amen praise the lord hallelujah quickly um, we're carrying on or we're concluding the series of the months which we have been looking at all throughout the month of march in line with our theme bold advancements hallelujah and this month uh, or rather today we're looking at the past three of that same subject past three and is go forward being bold hallelujah go forward being bold praise the lord hallelujah and our anchor text our text is taken from the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 13. Sorry, Exodus chapter 14, and we're reading from verses 13 to 15. Exodus chapter 14 and while reading from verses 13 to 15. Exodus chapter 13, 14 from verses 13 to 15. Praise God. I encourage for those of us who are reading at home or you're reading through the screen. I encourage you to please read it out audibly to your hearing. There is something that happens when you hear the word of God audibly in your ears. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay, and we'll read together one to go. And Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians, whom you see today, you, will, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Hallelujah. Tell the children of Israel to go forward. I bring good news to anyone who is feeling stuck, for anyone who is feeling um, trapped in some way. The word of God is saying to you this morning, go forward, hallelujah. Go forward, go forward, hallelujah. Praise God. And now the question will be, why forward? Praise God. Why not backward? Why forward? Why should I go forward? Praise the Lord. And in my notes here, I said the only reason why we have to go forward is because forward is where God is. Praise God. You know, an interesting thing happened in scripture. The Bible says that after the children of Israel had disobeyed God countless times, the Bible said in the book of Exodus 33, God was speaking to Moses, or Moses rather was having a conversation with god and moses was telling god or rather god was saying that you know what a version of israel i've had enough of their complaining i've had enough of their murmuring you know what what's going to happen is this i would the children of israel and i god will take you moses into the promised land and moses began to negotiate with god and say god what do you think people would say That you led your people out of bondage only to destroy them in the wilderness. And God was saying, okay, if that's going to be the case, you know what? Go, but my presence will not go with you. Praise God. It's a tragic thing for someone to go on a journey that God has not gone with them. Praise God. I'll say that again. It's a tragic thing to embark on any project. To embark on any assignment without the partnership of god in that particular endeavor praise god and this is why i'm saying go forward why because forward is where god is and the enemy of your tomorrow will always be your yesterday praise god the enemy of your tomorrow will always be what happened yesterday for many of us we look back and we begin to to reflect Perhaps on the mistakes, perhaps on the disappointments, perhaps on the setbacks. And you're wondering, what will happen if I go forward? Will I experience the same thing that happened yesterday? Will I experience the same failures that occurred last year? 2020 perhaps was a very challenging year. But Lord, if you're telling me to go forward, what is the guarantee that you what happened in 2020 will not happen in 2021 but the reality of it is only forward is where god is because the scripture says that god has gone ahead of you praise the lord god has gone forward ahead of you to do what to make every crooked path straight hallelujah god has gone ahead of us to make every crooked path straight i mean for example if you look through all the entirety of scriptures you will realize that for every time god was dealing with his people he always told them to never look back i remember listening to a sermon by brother bilia akoni in nigeria and he preached a sermon that says remember lot's wife praise god because for those of us who don't know um Time will not permit me, but just to give you a brief summary of who Lot's wife is. Basically, God was delivering Lot from the hands of Sodom and Gomorrah, praise God. And he was going to deliver them and to lead them out because he was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And God said, even as you're going, one thing you must not do is that you must not look back praise God and that looking back represents so many things you must not visit old friends who were the reason why you were in the same place yesterday that looking back could also imply that you must not be caught up in those habits that God has delivered you from that looking back could imply that you must not even consider the things that transpired in the past because God is saying if you are going to experience the best of me if you're going to get the best that I have in store for you then the only place you can look to is forward hallelujah the only place you can look to is forward and i can understand god's frustration because john of israel you know one of the reasons why we fail to look forward is mainly because we are so fixated on the things that we can touch praise god so for example somebody who's backwards or whose yesterday was a good yesterday Praise God. And for instance, they are experiencing a season in their life. I don't know. I'm not supposed to be discussing this today. But perhaps God wants someone to hear this. You know, for someone who yesterday was a good yesterday. Yesterday was a thriving yesterday. And currently in this season where you are things aren't going as it should and you're wondering but god what is going on and you're tempted to look back and you say oh i remember the good old days no the bible says forget the former things praise god behold i am doing a new thing and so for people in this category the temptation is that you know i experienced good yesterday and so let me even go back and, and try and recall the things that happened then when things were working for me but god is saying if only you would trust me if only you would believe in me then you will understand that what i have in store for you is forward you can only get the things that i've designed for you in that place called forward hallelujah and so the children of israel were already thinking at least in egypt i had a home in egypt i had stability in Egypt, I had comfort. Yes, my taskmasters were hard on me. Yes, I, I labored exceedingly. But yet, at least I had things. I could predict things. But now, God, you have led me in the wilderness. I don't have anything to rely on praise God I can't actually hold something to say this is my own but that is the beauty of God God is saying how well are you willing to trust me because if you're willing to take the risk on me you realize that as they say in finance the greater the risk the higher the reward and so if your risk is to trust god i guarantee you today that whatever he has in store for you will be far much better than what you experienced yesterday praise god hallelujah praise the lord okay and so just to give a brief recap for those who are trusting god for for, for, of for those who today happens to be the very first Sunday you joined us and you're wondering okay fine what is this about going forward hallelujah but for today um we're looking at the subject about it you being an effective witness praise God but again I'll just put that on pause just to give a recap of what has happened over the course of the week now over the course of the month rather now, we have been looking at the subject boldness, praise God. And I've established here that if there's any, anything that you and I need to fulfill that which God has in store for us, it would have to be boldness. Hallelujah. And here, the dictionary defines boldness as acting according to... as an attitude of strong confidence in God such that godly things are said and done openly without fear praise god i'll say that again boldness is an attitude of strong confidence in god such that godly things are said and done openly without fear of consequences in other words boldness is the courage to act or speak fearlessly despite real or imagined dangers Praise God. And I remember saying that how does one then become bold? how does one then become bold I remember saying that just as the way people are possessed with evil spirits praise God just the way someone you can say oh this person is possessed by a spirit that is not of God the same way we as Christians are supposed to be possessed by the spirit of boldness and that spirit of boldness is no other spirit but the Holy Spirit this is why Jesus or Paul Spoke to Timothy and said Timothy you know one of the things that I, I love about Timothy's relationship with Paul is that I could identify so much with Timothy praise God because Timothy because when you look at the scripture in context Timothy was a very young man praise God now imagine you as a young person having to pastor a church of adults having to pastor a church or having to lead a People who are way older than you. There are so many things that would come to your mind. But Lord, I don't deserve this role because based on experience, I'm the least experienced. Based on competence, perhaps I'm even the least qualified. But that is the beauty of God because God uses the, 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 base things of this world to confound the wise and so paul was saying to timothy in second timothy 1 verse 17 and he said timothy god has not given you and so you understand the context of what timothy was of, of what paul was saying to timothy because timothy in this context was afraid praise god he was afraid and he was tempted to be timid and paul was saying you must you must remember that God has not given you a spirit of fear but a spirit of love of power and of a sound mind in other words if you are going to do anything for God these things have to be present the spirit of what? boldness the spirit of power of love and of a sound mind because these are the ingredients of what it takes to be bold hallelujah and i recall giving an example of the apostles praise god when they were threatened not to speak of this jesus any longer the bible says that when they came in the company of their fellow apostles they began to pray and they asked god for one thing and that scripture says that in acts chapter 4 verse 29 to 31 it says now lord look on their threats praise god in other words perhaps you need to take a cue from this every time because the reality of it is this so long as you are of god you are threatened every single day you are threatened to keep silent about the jesus you believe you are threatened to be politically correct in other words you are threatened not to speak of the evil that has been happening in our day we are threatened that we must keep silent if not something of our of an adverse nature would come upon us but here you begin to take the cue from the apostles he said now lord look on your threats and grant your servants that with all boldness we may do what speak your word hallelujah and by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through your holy servant jesus and when they prayed the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the spirit of boldness hallelujah and they spoke the word of god with boldness this is why today we are looking at how then do we because last sunday let me not get ahead of myself okay praise god And I remember I said last Sunday that every time in scripture, when you look at the heroes of the faith, praise God, they were ordinary men and women like you and I. But the reality of why or or the reason why they accomplished so much in the name of God was simply because they they always said, God told me. God said so. God said come. God said go, and so I did. I mean, when you think about the life of Moses and Aaron, for me, it's, it's, it's enough to classify somebody as mad. Praise God. Exodus 7 verse 1, the Bible says that God was telling Moses. He said, So the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you a God. Hallelujah. I have made you a god before Pharaoh, and Aaron your brother shall be your prophet. In other words, the moment Moses was going to approach Pharaoh... Moses understood his new status. That as I'm approaching Pharaoh, I am not going to Pharaoh as a mortal man. I'm approaching Pharaoh as a deity. And as a deity, as I speak, so shall it be. Because the Bible says that indeed, what? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And so for that reason, as I speak, Pharaoh has no choice but to comply praise god but remember moses had his inadequacies moses had his shortcomings but yet how did god use such a man to accomplish such a remarkable feat it lies in that instruction god told me praise the lord hallelujah and i said here that we can express our boldness in two ways and i said Boldness can be expressed through your speech. Boldness can be expressed through our actions. Praise God. And last Sunday, I'll just do it quickly. Last Sunday, we looked at looking at how to be bold in our speech. And I remember I said that so long as we are in this realm called earth, things don't work on its own we must speak them into being a good example is in genesis chapter 1 the bible said that and the spirit of the lord hovered around the earth as a result of the things that were inappropriate in the surrounding god said let there be light and everything had to comply with that instruction praise god and so the bible says in psalm 115 verse 16 it says the heavens are the lords but the earth the lord has given to the train of men in other words myself and yourself you know dr Moreau of blessed memory often said that isn't it funny that beyond the realms of the earth we have never heard that planets are clashing into other into the other why because that's god's responsibility to ensure that everything is upheld the way it's supposed to be but so long as it comes to the nature of how things operate in this terrain the rules of engagement in this terrain demands that you and i must speak because until we speak nothing will change i'll just fast forward you know when you look at the life of david david spoke against the god of the philistine and god backed him up jesus on the flip side of it because his destiny was to die on the cross he chose not to say anything because had he spoken things would have changed hallelujah but that brings us to the business of the day Hallelujah. Something very interesting happened in the book of Acts of the Apostles. Remember I said that if we are to express our boldness, boldness can be done in two ways, in our speech and in our actions. Praise God. And so you look with me to the book of Acts of the Apostles. Acts of the Apostles chapter 1. Acts of the Apostles chapter 1. From verses 9 to 11. Something very interesting happened here. For those of us who are Bible scholars, you will understand that when Jesus was leaving the earth, Christ told the disciples, and he says, tarry in Jerusalem. You will be endued with power. I've taught you guys all that you're supposed to know. Now it's time for my departure. And when I leave, I expect you guys to do some certain things. Praise God. Tell your, tell someone that is next to you that it is time to act praise god hallelujah it is time to act and then we look at the acts of the apostles praise god acts of apostles chapter 1. now for from the verse 9 of that passage it says now when he had spoken these things this was jesus now while they watched while they watched he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight and while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up behold Two men stood also and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand up gazing into heaven? Hallelujah. Why do you stand up? gazing into heaven in other words why are you standing here there is something that you need to do it is time to act hallelujah praise the lord when it comes to this generation the reason why christ have kept you and i here is not for us to be idle it's not for us to pursue our personal agenda there is something that you and i to have to do and that is why i say it is time to act because actions are what changes things praise god actions are what changes things and now the verse 11 continues says this same jesus who was taken off from you into heaven will also come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven praise god and the next thing i began to ask myself is after christ has said this thing to them then what next praise god then what is next because there is always something that god is demanding of you and i and until we engage in those things you see someone said something that it is possible to be successful doing the wrong thing praise the lord it is possible for you to be doing the wrong thing successfully in other words it is not just about us doing anything there is something that god expects you and i to do in this day and that is why i say to you again it is time for you and i to act praise God it is time to act hallelujah and so that brings us how then and that thing to act is for us to be an effective witness for Jesus hallelujah now after the month of March we have been talking about our month of bold advancements and yes it is good to advance in the things that God has called us to but the reality of it is in that thing that god has called us to do perhaps is a dream of starting up a business so long as it's inspired by god that the the aim is not the business the aim is you being an effective witness for christ through that business for instance god has called you to be an academician the essence of that call is not the academics the essence of it is for you to be effective in witnessing christ through your academics perhaps you have been called to be in the medical line the essence of that call is not in the medical line the essence of it is to be an effective witness in that medical line and so for instance many of us are focused on the call and not the essence of the call hallelujah we are focused on the destination and not the journey the reason how we are going to effectively witness for christ and so look at what apostle john says in the book of john first john chapter 1. one first john chapter one from verses one to four it says this was Paul, john speaking now and when you understand the context in which he was making the statement apostle john had spent time with jesus little one that they called him the disciple that jesus loved praise god in other words if there was a ranking if there was a ranking of someone who understood jesus the most I, i i dare say which is up for argument i dare say that of the apostles who understood jesus the most while christ was here on earth i would say is apostle john and so apostle john begins to or begins to write to the people and he says that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. It says what? The life was manifested and we have seen and do what? bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father was manifested to us. Paul has now experienced this God and he is now using his experience to convey the message to the people. And he says, that which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us because our fellowship is truly with the father and his son jesus christ and these things we write to you that your joy may be full Paul uh, sorry Apostle John here was now teaching the people the reason why you and I must witness the reason why you and I must be effective in our call for God in our ambitions for the things of God that there is an effective way to do things hallelujah and I came here to say who then is a witness praise God who then is a witness Who then is a witness? Because it is highly important that if we are going to be witnesses for Christ, effective at that, we have to understand what does it mean to be a witness for Jesus. And I said here, according to the dictionary, witness is an attestation of a fact. Remember, Apostle John was saying that which was from the beginning, which our eyes have seen, which we have heard, and which our hands have handled. It says, that which we declare unto you. And it says here that and a witness is one that gives evidence specifically on, on one who testifies in a cause or before a judicial tribunal. The reality of it is this. Every day, Jesus is on trial. Praise God. Every day Jesus is on trial. And what do I mean by that? There are so many people who are not believing. And they are wondering, is this God really real? Praise God. There are so many people who are raising up their noses. Oh, those holy saints and sanctified bunch. Of what good are they? Are they any different from me? Jesus is being put on trial every day and the reality of the judicial system demands that if the one who is on trial is going to be acquitted there is a need for a witness praise God there is a need for someone to come to claim and say this person is truly who he is this person is truly able to do what he says he's able to do this is why there is a need for a witness praise god because the witness the quality of the witness is what would influence the judges hallelujah okay and so here again it says a witness is one who is asked to present at a transaction so as to be able to testify to its having taken place praise god and here it says a witness is one who has personal knowledge of something praise god one who has personal knowledge of something and so the question now is what do i need to be an effective witness praise god what do i need to be an effective witness because like i said jesus is being put on trial every day and if jesus is to be believed or is to be disregarded depends on how well you and I are able to be effective witnesses. Praise God. Jesus, how well people are able to be, to believe in Jesus is contingent on how well we represent Him. Our job is not to make them, be, our job is not to bring them to a point of believing. Our job is to represent Christ effectively. Praise God. For them to believe is the job of the Holy Spirit. But our job is to effectively represent Christ in such a way that the Holy Spirit is able to convince the unbelieving. And I said here that in the witnesses toolbox, praise God, in the witnesses toolbox, the very first thing that needs to be in our toolbox is an understanding of who sent you praise god An understanding of who sent you do you truly know who sent you remember i said that if you look at the heroes of faith one of the things that made their walk remarkable was because they took risks because my time is up anyways they took risks on account of what god said can you imagine abraham The Bible says that God called on Abraham and said, Get thee out of thy country, out of thy kingfolds, and into the place where I will show you. And the Bible says, And Abraham departed. Praise God. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews 11, talking about Noah, it says, And Noah, being divinely warned of the plague, in holy fear, did what? departed. They did so because they understood Who sent them? Hallelujah. And the question I'm posing to you as a potential or as a witness of Christ, do you truly know or do you have an understanding of who has sent you? Praise God. This was what Jesus was speaking. The same words Jesus spoke to his disciples is the same words I'm bringing to our hearing this morning. And Jesus said in Matthew 8, in Matthew 28... Matthew 28 from verses 18 to 20, it says, And Jesus came to them and came to them saying, All authority, praise God, all authority on Friday at our vigil. I was sharing about the name Almighty, the name of God almighty praise god and here it says all authority has been given to me in heaven and on the earth number one satan has no authority again praise god because from this statement of christ if god if jesus is believed to be true satan has no power again except the ones that i choose to give him praise the lord and so jesus here is saying all authority has been given to me and for instance you are wondering authority is it just in heaven christ said in heaven and on the earth in other words there is no place so long as we remain on the earth jesus is in charge praise god so long as we are of this earth jesus is still in charge and he says here go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father the name of the son and of the holy spirit teaching them to observe all things that i've commanded you lo i am with you always even to the end of the age not only is jesus having all authority But also, he's saying, I am with you. Praise God. And so, when you are representing Christ in any endeavor whatsoever, whether it be on your job, whether it be in your academics, whether it be on the front line as a medical staff, you have to understand who sent you. Praise God. And the person who sent you did not just send you but he is also with you praise god finally the second thing that we must work in or must have in our toolbox is an understanding of whose name we witness praise God in whose name we witness the Bible says here in Mark 16 verse 17 and these signs would follow those who believe it says in my name hallelujah in my name they will cast out demons they will speak with new tongues they will take up serpents and if they drink anything deadly it will by no means hurt them they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover in other words if we are saying that for us to be bold we have to speak boldly and we must also act boldly this simply tells me that at any juncture at any instance where i am supposed to put jesus on display i must have this working understanding in me whether it be speaking against something that is evil whether it be in doing good, whether it be in praying for the sick, in laying on of hands, this understanding must be the reason why you are doing what you're doing. Because the reality of it is every time Jesus is put on display, so long as you and I are ably and effectively able to represent him, he would always manifest himself. Praise God. So long as we are able to represent him effectively, Jesus would always manifest himself. And I end with this statement of a great apostle that I truly honor in the person of Smith Wigglesworth. He said, There are four principles we need to maintain. Praise God. The first is to read the word of God. Praise God. And the Bible said that the only way through understanding can come Praise God. Reading is true. The only way through which understanding can come. Hallelujah. So first and foremost, we must read the word of God. Second is that we must consume the word of God. In other words, let all that propel our thinking be based on scripture. Praise God. If we are going to represent Christ ably to our generation, then there is a need for us to consume the word of God. Number three is that we must do what? Believe the word of God. And the other part, if you notice, these four statements are split into two. The reading of the word of God and the consuming the word of God is my responsibility. Praise God. The reading of the word of God and the consumption of the word of God is my responsibility. The second part of it, it says the third word is to believe the word of God. Praise God. And the first and the fourth is to act on the word of God. And the only thing that is responsible for our believing and our acting is based on our convictions. And our convictions only happens by the help of the Holy Spirit. In other words, a man of God would say, faith that it is irresponsible for us to believe or to leave everything to god but rather faith is an active partnership with god until we play our part god is not responsible to do his in other words if we're going to be effective witnesses for christ in going forward in boldly advancing in the things that God has called us to do, then there is a need for us to play our part. Our part in the place of prayer. Our part in the place of consuming the word of God. Our part in the place of reading the word of God. When this is fulfilled, the Bible says that what God would manifest himself. Because until your obedience is complete, God is not obliged to manifest. Hallelujah. Until our obedience is complete, God is not obliged to manifest himself. And it's my earnest desire that even as we end this month, I pray in the name of Jesus that you and I would represent Christ to our generation such that at all, after all is said and done, we are, God is able to say to us, welcome home, thou good and faithful servant in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. But again, I will always end this to say, you cannot represent a Jesus that you do not know. In other words, have you made Jesus the Lord over your life? If you have not accepted him as the Lord and Savior of your life, why don't you just bow your heads with me even as we pray and say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you died on the cross of Calvary for me. I confess before you that I am a sinner. I ask that you forgive me of all my sins, cleanse me with your blood, and grant me the privilege to walk in the realities of the new creation as I confess you as my Lord and my personal Savior. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you have said this prayer with me this morning, allow me to say congratulations. Welcome into the family of faith where Jesus is the person who binds you and I together. God bless you.